You are listening to Weekend Perspective, and I'm Terry Barr. And in the studio with me this morning, I'm very happy to welcome in Bill Schultz. Now, Bill has quite the story to tell us about the future Miracle League of Dane County. And uh, Bill, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you having us. I'm going to have you just start out, first of all, for anyone listening, and they've never heard of Miracle League. How do you describe Miracle League? The Miracle League of Dane County uh, is a baseball field that is specifically designed for children with disabilities, both physical and cognitive. It's a rubberized synthetic field that allows kids with wheelchairs, walkers, kids having trouble walking, visual impairment, as well as cognitive disabilities such as autism and Down syndrome to be able to play the game of baseball. Wow. Sports. There's something about sports and obviously baseball. Yes. What is it that attracts these kids to want to play baseball and in particularly be part of a team like this? You know, baseball is a game where it's not too fast and not too slow. <laughs> and kids just uh, uh, love, you know, we all grew up uh, with baseball probably being the first sport we saw as a child, along with football and basketball. And baseball, you know, football and basketball are certainly very, very attractive, but baseball is what I call America's pastime. Many people call it that. <laughs> but it's, it's, a, it's the pace of the game. It allows you to be active, but also uh, it is, it's at a pace where you can enjoy it. That's, that's what, how I would describe it. Yeah. Um, you have your own experience with this, which is part of what's driving you to want to get this Miracle League of Dane County off the ground. Do you mind telling your personal story? Yes, I was born with uh, severe uh, congenital disabilities, one of which was I had my right leg amputated shortly after birth, and uh, my left arm uh, did not develop properly, nor did my left hand. And the minute I came out of the womb, my mom said, I was attracted to anything involving a ball, oh. baseball, football, basketball. And so uh, even with my artificial limb, I was able to keep up with all my friends uh, in terms of physical activities. And baseball was my first love. And back when I was a kid, uh, you organized a lot of your own games at the corner open lot, and uh, we played baseball all day. And I was able to keep up with all the other kids. Uh, we just We just had a a blast, <laughs> just being together with each other. Yeah. Well, come the age of eight, we all became eligible to try out for the local Little League. Mm -hmm. And the night before the tryouts, uh, I just couldn't sleep. I was so excited that I was going to be on a Little League field playing the game of baseball with my friends. And so the next day, we went up for tryouts, which involved uh, hitting, fielding, throwing, running, uh, and they took us through all those aspects. And my friends told me, Bill, you did such a great job. You did as well as anybody here on the field. And I, I thought kind of the same as way. So, way. so I, I went home pretty excited. My mom and dad said, you are, you are really excited about this, aren't you? I said, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So they asked us to all come back the next day uh, to be assigned to a team in the Little League. And so I went up with my mom and dad, and when we arrived, this, this man approached us, uh, didn't look real happy, 
uh, and it was the commissioner of the league. And as he approached me, he put his hand on my shoulder and said, uh, Billy, uh, we can't let you play uh, because of your artificial limb. You might hurt yourself or you might hurt somebody. And needless to say, I was devastated. Uh, here's a case where all my friends were able to play and I was going to be on the outside looking in. Mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, it still, still lingers in my mind to this day. Yeah. But fast forward umpteen years later, uh, I'm watching NBC Nightly News with my wife, and they have a segment called Inspiring America. And they were interviewing a Boston Red Sox pitcher by the name of David Price. And David wanted to do something for his hometown in uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And the next scene was a, a baseball field, but it was a different baseball field. All of a sudden, kids with wheelchairs, walkers, mm -hmm. difficulty walking, uh, kids with autism, kids with Down syndrome, spina bifida, cerebral palsy, all playing the game of baseball because uh, the Miracle League is a synthetic rubberized field yeah. that helps these kids navigate, but they also have are accompanied by buddies beside them at all times. These are typically high school students, uh, college students that are by their side to help them hit, field, run, throw, and score a run. Yeah. They typically are two-inning games. Uh, it's non-competitive. But I was just blown away when I saw this. And uh, my wife was next to me at the time watching <laughs> And she looked over at me and she said, you're, you're getting a little misty. I said, well, I think you understand why. She said, and I know exactly what you're going to do right now. You're going to call the Miracle League headquarters <laughs> and find out if there is such a league in the Madison area, mm -hmm. which is exactly what I did the next morning. Uh, turns out there's eight other Miracle Leagues in the state of Wisconsin, mm. but there was nothing near Madison. And so I told her, I said, I think you found your guy. But I want to come down and meet with you mm -hmm. and find out a little bit more about the organization because there were a lot of questions I had. Well, that two days kind of validated even more <laughs> that this indeed was a fabulous concept that has been successful in 300 other yeah. towns across the country. Uh, and the purpose and mission uh, of helping kids feel included, be accepted, be participating in an activity, uh, having a sense of normalcy, mm -hmm. uh, making friends, building self-esteem, and, and knowing that there's, uh, there's no boundary that defines them. Right. I and think we can all understand that. We all yeah. want that. But then to be told something as wonderful as baseball, you can't play, that just doesn't seem right. So here we are with what could be a miracle league of Dane County. Yes, and the byproduct of this is that um, the buddies, these high school and college students, yeah. there's a lifelong impact on them by being volunteers. They get attached to these kids. Typically, mm -hmm. they are assigned a child who they stay with throughout the season. And when these kids come back for the next season, uh, they both want to get together again. Uh, in fact, I have a, a lady that's helping us on the volunteer part who was a volunteer in a league in Columbus, Ohio, <laughs> starting in junior high, Wow! who called Miracle League headquarters and said, I'm moving to Madison. 
is there a league here? She said, no, but there's one starting. Mm. And she called me and she said, Bill, I want to be a part of this because of the impact it had on me. And so she's going to be my volunteer coordinator for the new league. Yeah. We are talking with Bill Schultz, who is uh, with the Miracle League of Dane County, um, hoping to be able to build by next summer, start playing the year after. Bill, when you're telling these stories about people who want to be involved, what does that feel like for you? Well, uh, it just it just warms my heart that all of a sudden, when you talk to parents or kids that have disabilities, and you tell them there's a there's an opportunity for them to play baseball, you see a smile on your face, and the parents are excited because, like I told in the purpose and mission of of the league, it just builds them up. It it, it creates a sense of well-being, self self confidence, and an, the, the ability to interact with other kids that they might not be able to do in a, in a regular school setting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all know what goes on in schools these days, and unfortunately, tough. kids with special needs are viewed as different. And in a Miracle League, we're all different. You know, we're all accepted. Yeah. And the parents also who are watching their kids and enjoying their kids laugh and, and just make friends uh, have a sense of normalcy also. Uh, they they feel good about what their child is doing, and it helps them as well in in being a parent. Yeah, I wanted to um, take a pause here to let people know where they can go to get information, and we'll we'll remind everybody again at the end of the interview. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening, grab a pen and a piece of paper. Um, Bill is the website. Is that maybe the best way for people to find information and find you? <laughs> yes, uh, okay. it's it's www. DaneCountyMiracleLeague.org, DaneCountyMiracleLeague.org, and there's a link at the top of the front page that says Donations. Yes. And on that page are uh, ability to donate, but also it's got my email address and my direct phone number if you'd like to call me and ask me more questions uh, about the league. Speaking of getting in touch with you, um, you already informed me phase one in this project, and, and this would be anybody working on this project, is typically, where do we go? Where, where do we get land? You already locked that in. <laughs> yeah, it's an incredible story. Yeah. Um, when I went down for orientation, they said, your major challenge will be able to find land. And so when I came back, I called a local Parks and Recs commissioner uh, about the Miracle League. And it was fortunate because he had actually worked on a Miracle League up in Appleton and had just come down here for a new job. And I said, I'd like to come out, out and meet with you about it. And it did. And he said, you know, Bill, we have to find a place for this Miracle League. I'm going to call a meeting of all the Parks and Recs superintendents in Dane County mm-hmm. to have them come to a meeting and learn about what the Miracle League is all about. And we had about eight Parks and Recs superintendents uh, attend. Mm-hmm. And the next day, I was pleasantly surprised. I got two phone calls from uh, DeForest and Cottage Grove. And uh, they were expanding existing parks. And we reviewed both. And the village of Cottage Grove has a park called Bakken Park, which has been a a park in existence. Uh, And he went so far as to go to his civil engineering firm to say, I want to find a spot for this. Can we move things around? And so he moved a proposed tennis court somewhere else to open up the square footage that we needed. And it turns out it was, it's adjacent to 
a playground, a splash pad that's being built, restaurants, shelter, and concession room, and not very far from the parking lot. Wow. And so I can't say enough about uh, Sean Brusiger and the Village of Party, uh, Cottage Grove Parks and Recs Department, who have been s- extremely supportive. Sean took uh, took the reins and yeah. had me uh, talk in front of the Parks and Recs Commission first, and then to the Village Board. And it turned we had a unanimous uh, <laughs> verdict of yes, and they have offered us a dollar a year lease for many years. So I can't say enough about the Village of Cottage Grove. They have kind of taken this on as something that uh, will uh, just do something for, for good for people. Oh, this is amazing. Um, and to know it, it, it's almost like the dream is, is happening now, this dream that you've had for a long time to connect all the pieces. I know um, phase two now, money. Yes. Let's talk about what you're after here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, the field itself, which includes – not just the baseball field, but fencing, walk-in dugouts, which is very important for wheelchairs and walkers. Right. Uh, bleachers, lighting, scoreboard uh, adds up to about $420,000, and that's a very pretty accurate number based on right. other leagues. And uh, we are currently at about 100000 125000 in uh, in donations. So we want to get this money in by early next year, so come April, May, We've got the money in the bank to uh, really have the groundbreaking and, and build build the field. So we have that along with we have um, annual operating expenses over and above that of $50,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And we're hoping through advertising and sponsorships uh, uh, will help uh, offset some of that cost. Yeah. It feels real, though, doesn't it? It feels like it's, oh, it's starting to happen. Uh, it's kind of like a runaway train, but now we've hit a hill. <laughs> ah, the money yeah. hill. Yes, yes. The money hill. Okay. Again, if people, you know, if they're listening, they want to donate, they want to learn more, they want to help out, um, it, it's the website. I'll have you give that again. Okay. www.danecountymiracleleague.org. And there's a donations button on the front page. Perfect. Bill, thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you very much. You are listening to Weekend Perspective.